Drive. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. She's on at least once a month with us. She's the editor-in-chief at UncoverDC.com. Incredible journalist, Tracy Beans. Tracy, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. It's good to see you too, Joe, and all your friends in the audience. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to need your help offline when we're done here to motivate me to do a parody. It's been a while. Oh, I guess no. I, I, have not, I have been beaten down so much by this political crap, and we're just, we're just in January. So um, I need to to branch off, do some music, sing a song, play something on the saxophone, something. Help me with that if you would, Tracy Beats. I will. I'll come up with something. Good. Let's talk about Iowa. You're a DeSantis person. I'm a Trump person. We like each other just fine. I don't hate anybody who likes DeSantis. In fact, I hope to vote for him in 28. And I mean that. I'm not, I'm not playing around. But here's something that jumped out at me after the Iowa caucus. And tell me if this jumped out at you as well, because I'm just a common sense, logical guy. I think it's why I'm good at what I do. You're a common sense, logical gal. You do incredible journalism. I know how to do journalism. Nikki Haley was third place. Did I get there? She was third place. Correct. DeSantis was second place. Trump was first place. There was some wrangling. We didn't really know who would be second place. I think DeSantis, rightfully so, he went to all 99 counties. He has a very good conservative message. Came in second place. He had a good showing. Nikki Haley that night, and again, you're a journalist. Just tell me what you saw when she did this. Walked out with a big fat smile on her face and said, clearly from this result, it's now a two-person <laughs> race for the primary. <laughs> Tracy, now, if that's true, and again, I'm a logical guy, the two people would be the first-place guy and the second-place guy. How does Nikki Haley, why is she applauding that unless she somehow thinks we should ignore the fact that DeSantis did very well in, in Iowa and she somehow is going against Trump now? Can you help me with that? Nikki Haley is, if she's moving her mouth, she's lying, okay? She just thinks people are stupid. And I think over time now we've learned people are not stupid, right? right? So she's just gaslighting everybody. Everything she says is just a lie. She's a politician and a neoconservative politician at that. She does not belong in this race or in the Republican Party, in my opinion. Well, Tracy, I, I, I agree with you and I appreciate that, but it just defies logic. It defies math. One yeah. and two are better than three. We know that. So uh, I don't get it. Other than the staunch, you know, I'm, I'm in for Nikki. Other than those Democrats? people, who did, you, who did she think she was winning? Well, I'll tell you this. I had Rand Paul on yesterday, and you know this to be fact. 7,000 of Nikki Haley's votes were Democrats. Yes. Yes. So is that who she's winning over? Because did I mention yes. she was third place? She was third place. Never Nikki is a thing. Um, that I don't know anybody, anyone that actually supports her. Uh, and I don't know anyone who knows anyone who actually supports her. Right. So... If she's out there running her mouth, she's lying to you, and she was gaslighting everybody, just assuming that it would just work, or if she said it enough, it'd become true, but she just makes a fool out of herself. There's a clip today of her saying something, and Governor Sununu standing next to her, and the look on his face, the look of shock <laughs> and utter despair on that man. I don't know what he had to, had to sell, his soul or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a, he's, a, he's a mouthpiece for her, and she keeps saying, I didn't see the thing that you're talking about, but oh. she's flip-flopped on trans surgeries. She's flip-flopped on whether the government should stop child mutilation. She's flip-flopped on school choice. She's flip-flopped on, um, on her whether... Her support for Hillary. Well, exactly. I mean, Hillary was her mentor, but I don't support her or her stances. What? How do you do I that? I never I said that. I never yeah. said that. Oh, did she say she never said it? Oh, yeah, yeah. She said she's never said that she, you know, admired... Uh, Hillary Clinton, but it's in her own book. And it's in her tape. book, 
It's on video several times. Oh, oh, and she wants the government to have complete control over who's on social media and what they say. Uh, oh, I never said that either. So, again, she... I, Look, when she talked about how Hillary Clinton was her mentor, you've seen the video. She'd be interviewed by, like, the New York Times. She says, then I had to decide if I was a, a, a Democrat or a Republican. Well, how is that? How I did not wake up and say, let me think about it. Which am I? No, no, I knew what I was. I'm a conservative guy. So is anybody who's a conservative like you and I, and again, we have different people in the race right now, and that's fine. You're going to vote for my guy, I would think, if he wins. I'll vote for your guy, definitely, if he wins. But is there anybody who's a conservative like us who sees her and says, yeah, I'm thinking about Nikki. No. Nobody, no. right? No. And if I want everybody to remember that if Donald Trump wins the nomination and then trots her ass out. Oops. <laughs> you can say yes. That's fine. We can say yes on my show. <laughs> drops it's a free space. Butt, tr- drops <laughs> her butt out as the vice presidential nominee. Well, if he does Everyone that, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a MAGA guy. But if he does that... There's something wrong with those who are advising the guy because she would be the wrong pick by far. I would like it to be Ben Carson. It sounds like it might be Christy Nome. I'm not sure, but I don't think Nikki Haley is in the running. I'll be honest with you. If she is, there's an issue. It is not crazy. Go ahead. It can't be Elise Stefanik either. Elise Stefanik is, uh, she represents a district in New York where I used to live, yep. Albany's connected Detroit area, uh, where I used to do television news, and she has been conservative light at best. And, and I would, I would have a problem with that too. It's Tracy Beans. Follow her T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z on all the social media. She posts like crazy on the X. I've got notifications turned on and my X just blows up. Hey, it's Tracy Beans in. Um, <laughs> and which, but it's always great stuff. So go and follow her there. I don't know what V-Safe is. Oh. Free text entries be, to be released after court battle. What is V-Safe? What is this? Okay, so we had two monitoring systems for the COVID-19 vaccines, Joe. We had VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, and then we had a new app that the government created called VSafe. Okay. And that enrolled approximately 10 million people when it launched. And what their job was, was as they all went out and merrily got the COVID shots, they were supposed to report their side effects to this app, right? right? And there was this checkmark list of side effects, nausea, uh, vomiting, swelling at the injection site, fever, chills, you know, um, body aches, whatever. They were right. all canned. And the CDC said these checkbox like choices. If you check these, don't worry. This is actually what's supposed to happen when you get the shot. What? So the app is designed to detect for a safety signal with the shots. Because it's a global human trial at this point, right? So they're using this new app online, all, you know, not theirs, not all this nonsense, directly to user to try and find the safety signal with the COVID-19 vaccines. They launch it and then they tell everybody, listen, that stuff, don't worry about that stuff. Because if that happens to you, it just means that the vaccine is working. So the whole point of their app was to find a safety signal. But the choices they gave, they say were supposed to happen when you got the vaccine anyway. However, there was one other field in there that you could use, and it was a free text field where they asked you, any other symptoms you're having? And you could literally write them in yourself. Right. Now, those checkbox statistics, they only followed those for a week, one week after the shot, to make the determination whether or not it was safe and effective. Right? But the other field, they kept that monitoring up for like a year on those people okay now i can um informed consent action network sued the 
federal government because they had filed a FOIA for the checkbox data. And the CDC said, we're not giving that to you. It's too laborious to produce. We're not doing it. They took them to court. They won. They got the checkmark data, the checkbox data, and they were able to identify safety signal even from that data. Then another group um, out of Texas, a not-for-profit out of Texas, decided they were going to FOIA the CDC for the free text field, right? Right. And the CDC said, we're not giving that to you. We don't have to give that to you, whatever. But they do. And, yeah. it's, a, it's a government agency. They have to. Well, yes. They said it would be take too long. It would be too expensive. It would be this. It would be that. It would be this. They took them to court. They went through this whole thing. Finally, last week, the judge issued an order in that case. Good. Granting this data to this group, not only did he grant it to them, the production schedule, rather than take 75 years, which is a common number, they wanted it to take 75 years to produce all those free text fields for all their excuses about what's in there and how much they have to redact and wow. whatever. But the judge said, no, you're going to give them all that data in a year. The production's going to start on February 15th, and this is the schedule which you much must produce results for this, starting with the earliest results you received, ending with the latest results you received. Now, wow. they've gotten their hands on one of these one of these entries. But, but before you tell me what's in the entry, it's mm-hmm. Tracy Beans, T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z. Go follow her everywhere. She's the editor-in-chief, UncoverDC.com. Let me, let me just go back a little bit because you've educated me a lot here. We, you and I both know the VAERA system was the ultimate system, the go-to above reproach system until COVID, then all yeah. of a sudden, bah, it's not really telling the truth. You can say anything you want on there. And yeah. we know, I think one study showed that only 25% of what was really happening was even uploaded to VAERS because it's a laborious 30-minute uh, uh, thing one for percent. a medical professional to sit there and log it all in, do it all. And the stuff that was uploaded was absolutely disastrous yeah. for the vaccine. So now we've got this be safe thing where they gave you checkboxes so that they could say to all the checkboxes, cool, those are real symptoms. We knew those things. But then they made the mistake of allowing people to say what really was going on. Now let's take it from there. What does the first one say? Well, it's it's terrifying, truthfully. Um, A woman got it, went into basically anaphylaxis within the first 15 or so minutes after getting it. They gave her Benadryl. She said her symptoms, you know, resolved. But then it got worse and worse and worse and worse over a period of a year, Joe, after getting this, she had become become she was a doctor, a a Ph.D. who was a professor who did it to show her her students in her class. See, it's okay, Everything's good. You know, whatever. She was completely disabled, unable to work. Doctors were telling her, we don't know how to treat you because we don't know what this is. We've never seen this before. It's from the vaccine. We won't treat you because it's vaccine related. That was another thing. At one point, about six months in, she was literally typing in there, begging for help. Please, someone help me. Wow. Um, it was devastating to read. I have that column that I, you know, that I wrote about this, and it's in there. It's absolutely terrible. UncoverDC.com uh, is where it is, and you would go to, I guess, can you go to the archives and go back a few days and see us? Just does click work? on journalism, and it'll be like the fifth or sixth thing down there. Okay, go and check yeah. that out. And what's interesting to me is that it doesn't matter if you were pro-vax or anti-vax, if you got it and yep. you had symptoms, the, the shot didn't care who you were politically. Shot mm-hmm. didn't care what you thought about Fauci or not. Shot didn't yeah. care what you thought about Trump or not. The shot just does what it does. And every single, you know, Tracy, I, I haven't changed it. I probably can. Yeah. 
But I went up, when I open my browser, like MSNBC populates it with a bunch of stories. Invariably, every day, people from the age of 30 to 80, somebody suddenly died. Yeah. And the one question, as a journalist, don't you think it's time that we ask the question, hey, was he vaccinated or not? I, think, it, I, I feel like it's time because nobody's saying the cause of death is unknown right now, but he was 30 and died covering sports. What? What they're doing right now, Joe, and it's it's very obvious, is they're using different things to cover for this. So, like, for example, they're saying the cardiovascular issues that are on the rise like we've never seen before are due to long COVID. They never ask the question whether a cohort was vaccinated or not. They just say it's long COVID. The cancer spike, they're attributing to diet and other things. They're writing articles. Oh, there's been a cancer spike since 2017. That's weird. That yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's not false. from 17. No. It's and, not. and, you know, Joe, like a lot of people don't understand why I take this so seriously. I got a phone call from a friend the other day, 44 years old, cancer, 44 years old, healthy otherwise, cancer. Yes. The answer is yes. You, you ask the question because it's now medically prudent. It's now it's now needed. I, it's now necessary. And by the way, what is long COVID? When I talk to McCullough, when I talk to Malone, when I talk to Urso, when I talk to Jesse Lopez, when I talk to these very smart doctors who've been telling the truth about COVID and the shots from the beginning, they say many times long COVID is the residual effect of the spike proteins yeah. you had injected into your arm. Well, and, and we're calling it long COVID, but the spike proteins literally cause an autoimmune response that your body is attacking something that you don't have. So when you get the shot, your body thinks you have COVID and it doesn't go away. They just sort of hang out in your stream, in your bloodstream. Yes, which makes you wonder because doctors will like mainstream doctors will say there is something called long COVID, right? Where your body can't clear the spike protein. And I know people who are unvaccinated who have experienced this. So it is an actual thing that some people have happened, okay? But they'll say that there's such thing as long COVID because your body can't clear the spike protein. And in the same breath, they'll tell you to get vaccinated with something which gives you the spike protein which instructs your body to indefinitely create the same spike protein that yes. is causing the lo- it makes we're an upside down bizarre world there was a hearing uh, about excess deaths in the UK and Andrew um Andrew Brigden was doing his spiel talking about the data of excess cardiovascular deaths and they're like well people couldn't get their blood pressure taken during covid so it's because Stop oh, come it. on now come on there and and the more i feel like it's a very psychological thing joe I feel like people can't admit that this is causing such a catastrophe, the likes of which we've never seen, because they would have to take some responsibility for it because either they mandated it, they forced their family to get it, they forced their loved ones to get it or whatever. Right. right. So they're just trying to pretend that it isn't happening. But the safety signals, there's billions of dollars in excess spending this year already on cancer. Billions of dollars. Nothing to do with it, Tracy. I don't know why you're saying that. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what did you think of this? By the way, Tracy Beans, B-E-A-N-Z is her last name. Follow her everywhere. Big, big presence on, on social media. And go to UncoveredEC.com. Uh, Fauci the other day, yeah, yeah, we had no scientific reason to tell people to, to socially distance. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Where did you get the six, the, the six feet thing? Bah, you know, we just sort of just sort of came out of the ether. What? So we're social distancing. We're keeping our kids out of school. We're in, injecting people four or five times, and they don't have any science to back it up. And he's just quietly saying it now. What the, Tracy, what am I missing? You're not missing anything. Every single person on the face of planet Earth was affected by this, born or unborn at that point, right? Yes. If you were in your mother's womb, 
during COVID, you're affected by it today. Yes. Everybody is forever. They will be. It's changed the world. And this moron, this little elf, as he likes to be called, <laughs> sit up there in front of Congress and say, we didn't know why we were telling people to stand apart from one another and completely changing the socialization no of the. In- yeah, we don't know. He needs to be in jail, Joe. Tracy, listen, how does this guy have a job 40 years after screwed up AIDS? AIDS, I know. Come on now. That's a whole different topic we should talk about. Come on, man. Well, we're out of time, damn it. So let's do this again soon. (laughs) Um, It's Tracy Beans, T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z. Go follow her at Tracy Beans everywhere. Also go to UncoverDC.com. Click on Journalism. See this story about the V-Safe system, something I just now have been educated on. Tracy, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thanks, Joe. Let me know about a parody idea. I will. Okay, we'll talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Appreciate Tracy Beans coming on. UncoverDC.com is the website. UncoverDC.com. Go there and check out all the journalism. Click on journalism. And you can find that story about this system. I didn't know that system existed. She had to fill me in on what that was. And uh, and it's all pretty tricky how they're playing games. Just tell us what the hell's going on. It's sort of that simple. Let's do some pop culture. Whoop. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo. What's happening? So, you, you seen that story about Polly Shore wanting to do a biopic on Richard Simmons and no. play him? So, that might be a good choice, to be honest. Yeah, so he, apparently it's going to happen, but it's it's going to be, I guess, unauthorized because Richard Simmons or whoever's running Richard Simmons' Twitter account claimed that, you know, he had heard about the, the movie with Polly Shore, but he said he hasn't given his permission and he doesn't, um, I guess he's not backing it all. At, at he doesn't all. have to. Right. To be honest. Right. And, and Paulie Shore saying that he hopes that he'll eventually come around. And he said, I know he's mad about it, but, you know, he's like, I mean well with it. So. I mean, maybe see it afterwards. That's very interesting. I think it would be a good pick, to be honest. That's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie, and Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Thanks. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This must be... 